Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs. We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is observations. Listen to me, Piftino. <laughs> you stay away from my wife. That's right. Right after Patino. I'll do it again. Patino jumped right out of the bushes. Right out of the bushes. Central, at Grand, uh, Central Park. It was the uh, the the loop, the, the, the running, running loop, running the loop. reservoir. Yeah. Uh, an observation's driven by Ramsey Mazda. Nice. I, I was dating Sherry yeah. and was trying to impress her, and we ran the loop. I thought there was a decent chance I was going to die. <laughs> I said, you. she's like, let's, let's go again. I was like, no, no, you, you go on. I'll wait for you here. <laughs> How's the whole not eating thing going? Uh, it's going. That's good. A little busy this morning, but no. I think we're past that. Yeah, that's going, it's going good. That's healthy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> good sign. You know, when I weigh in on Sunday, it'll all be worth it. I'd rather be fat. No, that's not what I put want. myself through what you put yourself through. It's, it's a lot fun. more fun to be fat. Way more fun. Yeah. I've never been happier. Cassie pregnant? I gained like 50 pounds? Yeah, but you look gross. So, come on. Is yeah, it that get, bad? No, I, I didn't see you then. It was bad. But you get jowls. You don't look well. Yeah, you on TV. You've too. run the 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 gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, you've been like skinny that that doesn't look well. You've been fat where it's you're right good right now. Uh, the skinny was the real tough one. You like you like the the what's her face in the Bears? Now you're, you're right you're right in a good spot. What's her name? That that girl? Uh, for where who? The the girl with the three bears. Oh. Goldilocks? Goldilocks. Yeah, Goldilocks, right. <laughs> I thought that was like a trick question no. for a second. Yeah, that Goldilocks. You're like Goldilocks. Thank you. So before we get into some of the sports stories, we have to address this. Uh-oh. Dave, how would you say last week went with your friend Dan Grasso? I, th- I thought we did very well. You know what's tough? What? That sentiment is not shared. Not shared. He didn't enjoy doing the show? I don't know. You tell me. This is from a couple of days ago on his program, which follows the K-Show. It's a big undertaking. I had to carry Dave all week. It's not easy to be able to do my job and then half of his. Wow. Oh, re- really? That's your buddy. Wow. Was. Wait, you know what? Here's the thing. I try to buoy his piddling career by bringing him into the bosom of the morning show. And I've enjoyed the time we've done that together. But I think that's done. It's over. Oh, he's I, out. I Yeah, I think so. How can I bring him back after he says that? RJ, had I said anything negative whatsoever about about Dan? Not one. And and for him to take unsolicited shots at me like that, i got to carry him? Yeah, that's tough. That's he tough. He did half your job, he said. Yeah, so he did all of your job and half of mine. Well, you know what? Next time Grasso wants to join the morning show, why don't I just check out? I'll sleep in. He can do the show. He's by himself. Yeah. 
Huh? You, can, you can meet Cole Hardman. Just check right out. Unbelievable, this guy. You just sit in front of the microphone and say a word. You give him an opportunity. So, are you familiar, and this is strange, with Chief Saholic? Yes. He's he, in jail. Yeah, that's right. Wait, he, that's not the guy that... Yeah. Yeah, it's him. That's okay. him. Yep, so, yep. he's a Chiefs super fan. He right. dresses up in like a wolf head yep. outfit yep, yep. for game day. He's very strange. That, and he got like arrested. And, they had him for crimes. something recently. Yeah, yeah. He commits crimes in the outfit, he, yes. He pled guilty in federal court. And was charged with a string of 11 robberies or attempted robberies that stretched across seven states. So he's like Ira, but like a vandal. <laughs> like he goes to the game. Imagine if Ira was robbing places. Yeah, but, but Ira doesn't dress up as a wolf. If Ira, in his jets bikini. if Ira dressed up in like a Jets outfit and robbed banks. Give me just, all your money. He just like, just like cased a bank And just had his, his little RJ just, comes, just he comes packaged fl- in there. Comes, fly, comes flying into the, the <laughs> bank. <laughs> <laughs> Ira, the scourge of the East Coast. <laughs> Give me all your money. <laughs> Give me all your money. We have audio of that. Give me all your money. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, his name is Xavier Babador. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Xavier Babador? Yeah. Babador. So, this is his lawyer, you're about to hear, who is a real person. You're going to think I made this up. This is a real person. Matthew Merriman. Who apparently has been... This is going to be great, isn't it? Who apparently has been granted permission to practice law. Which This is troubling. People are out there defending people. But I guess it makes sense. Strange Chiefs super Wolfman super fan defended by... This man, this is Matthew Merriman, and this is his cry to the media as to why they should feel sorry for his client. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. No, that's better call, Saul. It's got to be. Come on. <laughs> that's a real attorney? I swear. That's Saul Goodman. I think he did this. Did, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the one that they filmed outside. He's like on the steps yes. of the court. Yes. I, I, Sounds I like it. I saw that on Twitter and I was like, what is this nonsense? But that's what it was, I guess. That's what it was. He stepped into the pressure. <laughs> but his knee didn't hit the Never ground. hit the ground. Now, clearly this is like a PR move, right? These guys are trying to garner attention. Yes. Right. Now, is this um, the Wonder fan... Is he beloved by Chiefs fans or no? I think he was. I don't know where he stands currently. I don't know. I felt like he was tolerated. Yeah. Maybe not beloved. I don't know if beloved is the right word. It's not like a crime kind, spree. Kind of like Fireman Ed, you know? Yeah, but Fireman Ed has never robbed places. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, Fireman Ed is beloved. I don't know that they, you know. I think Fireman Ed is polarizing. I think but, a lot of people can't stand him. Yeah, so this guy's probably more like him. Than anything. By the way, this this topic of conversation would be great for Fireman Ed. He grew up a big Dolphins fan, and now we jump ship to the Jets. Oh, that's right. So you can take shots. That's what we're going to do today. Well, he's. So I'm just going to join the McCall Harbin party. Just take shots at my Jets all day. How do you going after Fire Marshal? Uh, fire, 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 fire Marshal. <laughs> I mean, get in line. Fireman Ed. 
Let me show you something. Raymond, you agree with me. I'm not the first one that, that hasn't. No, th- th- this is something that he's yeah. been called out for that many, many times. And then didn't times. he like abandon the Jets too? He stopped at going one, to games uh, a couple years ago? Point, yeah, at one point he said he was going to stop dressing up, stop doing the chants, all that stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. How will we go on? Stop it. Wow. What? Going after Ed. I am the Giants. I am the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was a real thing. So, I also saw this. So Hang on. The, yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. I, we I, know what's coming. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Let's go. All right. You're listening to DNR, DPHO at Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN, WEPN, FM, New York. You know, it's tough. I kind of gave you a second to let it No, you, you actually really didn't. No. You, you steamrolled when I no, was trying to get that before. It's because he's texting. No, I've texted nobody. That's all he does. No, nope. it's, 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 a, it's a motion and timing dependent offense. It's like you're coming across in motion, and that's the part where I take the ball and I fake it to you, but you like... You weren't even there. You no. were just standing you on the other side looking wasn't at me. There. You're like, you wasn't there. You should have like just, Zach Wilson. You should, to have done, you should have done it yourself, RJ. That's what you should have you, done. You know what? RJ, from now on, no observations, no. DHIF, you can run it. No. Mm. Okay. No. I don't know that you can handle the ID. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, Sauce tweeted yesterday, just finished my workout. On my way to do my very first shirtless podcast, <laughs> which is a shot. Taking shots. Deion Dawkins of the Bills, who was shirtless when he took shots at all of the Jets besides Quinn and Williams. Sauce has a lot to say. He does. Yeah. But he if does. anyone he's a, is he's allowed to. He's not afraid to, to defend his team. If anyone's allowed to, though. Oh, he's terrific. Yeah. See, I would like all this stuff if we just had a little bit more winning to sprinkle into it. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you something? Um, serious question. So inside a locker room, young player like Sauce, tremendously talented, recognized for his talents. How does all this play with someone he, Garrett Wilson, where eventually, we're not there yet, they will need new contracts. They will have options, in theory. One, At least one of them will. Does it rub you the wrong way over time, or is it when the time comes to just get a bag, you get a bag? As far as what? Would they consider leaving? Correct. Would they consider leaving? Yeah. Uh, of, of the two, I would say most most likely to leave would probably be Garrett, Garrett. Wilson. Yeah. Well, he's kind of... He's kind of poked at it. Sent, sent some yeah. sprinklings down there of that. Does that concern you at all? It does. And also... Sauce is not dependent on what the quarterback is doing. No, the Garrett defense is, is great. And he's also getting all the accolades he feels like he, he feels like he deserves. Right. I think Garrett Wilson thought this season that he'd kind of take that next step to be in. It could change this year, though. It could. Who yeah. do you think would have the bigger market? And that sounds crazy. Sauce. See, that sounds crazy, but you look at Garrett, what he's done with Tim Boyle and Zach Wilson. I think, you Garrett's, see what, I think Garrett's awesome. You see what wide receivers are getting paid right now, too? But how many guys like Sauce are there? Um, there's not a lot. How not many guys lot. like Garrett Wilson are there? More, but right. he has done it with... Like the, uh, you're asking a question. Giving, I think that that sauce is more the commodity because there's fewer of him. Okay, I think they play positions that were both are commodities. Totally agree. Yeah, they're both twenty million dollar players. This is not Ab- yeah. absolutely. I'm just saying, like, if you ask me, wait to see what wait and I need s- both. Wait to see what Justin Jefferson is going to sign for. Oh, yeah. Right, a, a, a fortune. But if you ask me, and I need receiver and corner, which would you rather have? I would say Sauce Gardner. You answered. So you're familiar with the Last Dance, correct? The Bulls uh, documentary. That's right. Yeah. Well, Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, a couple other guys. They're doing a traveling show, aren't they? Yeah, they got Noble. a real... They what got do you a mean real, a traveling show? Well, they got a real problem with how that story was told. And they now are going on tour, the No Bull Tour, which is well-named. And they are telling their side of the 90s Bulls in response to the last dance which Michael Jordan obviously had heavy, heavy say in. You let him go to Vegas, we definitely not going to see him. Here is Horace Grant. I speak my mind. Yes, you do. And it's going to be a no <laughs> tour. 
I tell you this, the X factor in the first three and the second three, I would have kicked Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have seen that. Wow. Physical violence. Wow. Uh, that's interesting, though. I wonder, like, they're, they're touring, going to, like, a, not arenas, but, like, yeah, where's it going to start? Is there, are they start? Where are they starting, RJ? It should start in Chicago, No, right? I don't think it's starting in Chicago. No. I think it's starting. Is it I wonder starting if there's in... going to be Q&As at the end of this thing. I would imagine. That, that's, that's, I, you know, I'd be interested to go to that. You know that clip when Jordan gets the iPad and he's just laughing at it? Yeah. Like, that's probably his reaction. So, I believe. It's in a different country, isn't it, starting? Yeah. Australia? I think so. Trying to I thought out. I read that right. Luke Longley's on this yep. tour. That was him on the New Mexico. I'd like to see that, mate. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Melbourne, Australia, yep. Sydney. Well, this is an international run. That's right. International trumpet, tour. play the song. That's right. <laughs> play the song. Did he really? Did he really pretend to be Oscar Pistorius? He like? did. He did. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was tough. He did. I mean, really? Yeah. You allow that? Well, I brought him up, and he ran with it. Yeah, he, he kept going. There was the thing. I thought, like, maybe you stay away from. Right. It. No, no. Then no. he kind of like, like go. <laughs> what he kept saying, "Who's that in the loop?" <laughs> <laughs> he played. He played it for me this morning. When we were going through the open. I was like, "He really did that." Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he's a, he's a freak. It's like people sit in this in my seat, and all of a sudden they just they they feel like they, they, can they do... think that they can do anything. <laughs> right in the yeah. beer goggles sitting oh, in that seat. My. Oh me, somebody's in the loo. Better see who it is. <laughs> Somebody's in the loo. Um, <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> By the way, you know who wrote that song? Stop it. Stay on script. You're not supposed wrote to do song. that. Even Ray was like, you're not supposed to. You hear what he it. said? But he's like, who wrote the song? <laughs> who, Let me hear that. Oh, me. By oh. the way, you know who wrote that song? Stop it. Stay on script. You're not supposed to do that. I, I love Ray going, you're scolding him. You're not supposed to do that. No, do the other one. Where he's like, oh, me. Somebody's in the loo. Better <laughs> oh. see who it is. Have you, oh, me? That's the oh, me. Somebody's in the loo. Better so, see who it is. That's the situation to joke about. I don't think you joke about <laughs> that. That's the situation to joke about. But have you ever said anything to the effect of, like, oh, me? No. I've never pretended to, to use that voice. Yeah, the, the South African accent is the same as the Australian accent. <laughs> it's all encompassing. It really is. Um... 2022, you remember that year. They should probably lock him in one of the rooms in his house that he doesn't use. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, he'd never be found, though. He doesn't know how many he has. <laughs> he's but moving, he wants, he's but he moving wants from a home where they, they don't use the rooms more. they're in now. They need more. Bring Why? the trumpet, play the song. I don't know. Trumpets. It makes no sense. Well, it's for all, maybe all his different personalities. Oh. Like the that movie. What was that movie? Oh, I know what you're talking 23 about. 23 or something? Split. Split, yeah, where they got like 23 different personalities. That's a lot to keep track of. That's uh, a true story. Is it? Yeah. That's great. So, 2022, Golden State Warriors win their fourth title. Eight years. You remember this. Remember that team was Juwan Morgan. That team, I mean the Celtics. At one point, you may remember, Celtics led the Warriors two games to one after game three. Feeling pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So, Juwan Morgan shared a story on the Run Your Race podcast about right when that game ended, Warriors trailing two games to one to the Celtics. What Steph Curry said to some guys on the Celtics bench. So we sitting there and he looked, he just like, enjoy y'all last win. Drop the mic. That was game three. And I was just like, <laughs> like us? Like, 
Like it's 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 two one. Like what you mean? Like we I'm sitting here like this. I'm like, man, what, what size am I? Like, yeah. like I need my rig size. Yeah, nah. No quiet. It was bro, quiet. He couldn't that. lose, bro. He couldn't lose that series. Mm-mm. He said then I was just like, and like in my head, I'm thinking like I'm this kept me up at night. I'm like, did he I'm like nah, he ain't say that. Imagine losing a game in the final saying enjoy your last win. No. He's, he's one of those guys has a lot to say. Who, Steph? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he's he's sneaky. He's a almost arrogant good trash talker. Well, is, I mean, he deserves to be. That's move that's moving like a G though. That's that's not in silence. He didn't say at the podium. Down two one enjoyed the last win. And that's, he believed it. Yeah. That's that Michael Jordan. Be, level that was gonna stuff. be their last win. And and it was. And he kept guys on the Celtics up being like, wait. He didn't say that. What does he know? He knows something. And then you believe it. Pretty crazy. Uh, you familiar with Tim Meza? Yes, the Blue Jays. Yeah, mm-hmm. pitcher. Well done. Do you know why I'm bringing him up? Fantasy football loss. So, Toronto Blue Jays have a fantasy football league of which Tim Meza finished dead last. He finished 4-10. and And much like us here, they are men of integrity. They pay off the They're bucks. actually going to pay it off. I'm going to pay it off. It'll win. Over the summer? Okay. Before before next football season kicks off, it'll be paid off. Oh, make sure you and little RJ are ready. Okay. Not me. No, no not you, one. Mike. Yeah. Renamed yeah. appendage. His wiener. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing to the imagination. Yeah. So, Tim Mesa finished 4-10, and, <laughs> and the punishment agreed upon in the Blue Jays clubhouse was whoever lost had to go out in a spring training game, which was paid off this week, as the Bat Boy... And in place of their actual number, which his is 58, he had his fantasy football record on the back. So That's a great punishment. Meza, 4 and 10. Here's how the broadcasters reacted when they saw it. And there's Tim. <laughs> 4 and 10, Meza. He's going to be 4 10 for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's good motivation, though. You, you know, you get in the lab and, uh, and get a better team going next year. Got to tell you, baseball players take fancy football serious. They love it. I mean, a man was punched in the face about it, slapped in the face. Dude, athletes in general, man. Well, fantasy but football is the is the best. Guys, I, I was take invited serious. Uh, into a league at work here. Where? Here. Like an ESPN league or yeah. this league? Uh, an ESPN league. Like a rival spinoff no, league? No, no. Tr- Troy has invited me into into league and said, would you, you or any of the guys like to join the league? So maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, but what kind of league? We already Fantasy have our baseball. own league, though. Oh, base, no, baseball, yeah. no. No? It's too much work. Uh, my, my kids have great fantasy football punishments. Ben's group of friends, they had to do a milk mile. Where every they drink every... Every quarter, every every lap you do, you have to drink like a quart of milk. Oh, and they were throwing up by the... He didn't he didn't have to do it, but they were throwing up by like the third lap. And then Alex's, which they have not done that's yet. That's the dog cage one? Yeah, into the that's dog brutal. cage. And they just throw... Like, and they can throw whatever you want you know, on them. I got to tell you, that would actually be a great punishment for our picks. The loser has to be but be a bat boy. It has to be a bat boy for... Like, you'd have to be a bat boy for the Yankees. Ugh. Dressed in full Yankee uniform with the stupid helmet <laughs> on. Be so funny. Yeah, but I, could we get that done? Watching you waddle out to get a bat. Why would I waddle? I'm not a penguin. We could do a... a, a Kate could probably... <laughs> I, bet, I bet Kate could set up for spring training, like a spring training game. Where you have to sit... Or you're a ball boy in the... Out, in the it's uh, going to be more embarrassing. Singing the anthem. That'd be bad. Bad. Yeah. That is bad. Oh, would that like be Carl good? Lewis Oh, that'd be good. Watching you sing the anthem. Oh, that'd be very bad. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah. You don't care. No. 
Don't care. This from our number one correspondent. Ray Dean. Ray Dean. Mm. That's right. He loves this segment. Loves it. He's great at it. Uh, he's, a, he's a great human being. He really is. He really is. So, this actually hits very close to home. All of us. We are, I mean, we're content producers, but we are, at our core, a radio station. Yes? <laughs> yes. So, there are many radio stations around the country. Thousands, in fact. So, what happens when the station tower that transmits the signal disappears in the middle of the night? But someone stole the station tower? The whole tower. How? How tall do you think a radio station tower is? Uh, 50 feet? 200 feet. To have, any, to have any sort of signal, you got to be up there. 200-foot radio station tower up and gone, middle of the night, station off the air. They come into work, but much like us, morning show, oh, we're not on the air, that's weird. Get to the bottom of it, go out to the transmitter site, gone. I wonder what that's like. Just gone. And where, where do you put a, a station tower? I don't know, but the radio station in this place put out a statement. They said they stole everything. Stole every piece of equipment. They cut the wires to the tower and somehow managed to take a 200-foot radio tower. Can I ask you a question? Hopefully, it's found. What would be? Why would you even want that? This is an unsolved misery mystery as of uh, yet, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, what, what would be the rationale behind that, though? Do Parks. you now use the tower for your own station? Yeah, I don't think you can just set it up and purposes. set up your own like pirate station. Parts, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I, don't even know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the the, the black market kind of uh, demand is for radio station towers. Yeah, there's always a demand for parts, right? So I ask you, did this happen in Florida? I'm gonna say no. All right. I'm gonna say international. International radio. Yeah. Okay. Radio pirates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say not Florida, but I'm gonna disagree with Dave. I think this it it's in this country. Domest- Do you domestic radio yeah. pirates? Would you like to pinpoint where in this country? No. Like like a region? Mm, no. Okay. This country though. Raymond. I really want to. I really want to say Florida in this, but Ooh. I do think it's the United States for sure. Definitely the United States. Um, I'm gonna say it's somewhere in the South, but not Florida. Okay. All right, you're all correct. Nice. Alabama. Oh. WJ. That's like a different country. No, it's not. I mean, kinda. Stop. Different country. Well, good job by all of you. That is Knobs and DF, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. You're very good. I'm okay. You do a really good job. I could be better. Got a a text from uh, Ben's former baseball coach. He said scrap metal. Is what that sold off for? Oh, the the radio tower? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you think the, he knows the something? fifty foot one? You think that guy knows yeah, something? It sounds like he's in the fifty footer. Maybe he's the one that stole it. You think? Maybe, but stole he lives up here. Stolen okay. copper pipes. Well, he, he, he can't drive to Alabama. Traveled internationally down to Bama and, to Bama. and took that thing. Is stealing copper pipes still a thing? I don't know. I, I mean, I, you you live in a wealthy neighborhood. You got to keep up with the Joneses. You know, need that money from somewhere. If I stole a radio tower, <laughs> you, pull, you pull into Dave's cul-de-sac and there's a big, the two hundred foot radio. But I wouldn't tower. even, I wouldn't even know what to do. His neighbor's backyard. If I ever was a, a mastermind thief, which I would probably would be very good. No, at, you wouldn't. Right? Diamonds. I got yeah. diamonds falling out of my pockets. I wouldn't even know what to do to sell that kind of stuff. 
Well, I think that's part of the. I mean, the, the plan going into stealing it. Like this is what we're going to do with the 200 foot radio tower. Is we're going to you know break it down right. and sell it. Yeah, but I I, I wouldn't know. Go what, like, I wouldn't know. What, you randomly call. like, hey, let's go steal that. And now what do you do? You think this is like a full game plan? Like first we steal it, then we s- no, scrap no. it down, then we sell it. I think the I think the game plan comes first. Once we steal it, this is what we do, and right. then we steal it. So so they have a, like a, an order of procedure of what they're going to do, and make sure you don't have McCall Hardman in your little. Group because, because he'll spill the beans. He'll leak it right to the police. Right, Officer Johnson. Listen, here's what they're gonna do. We're gonna steal that radio tower. Uh-huh. Be ready. Do you think there's a reward for the radio tower? No, I don't think so. The radio tower can't be. In, it's not one piece anymore. Where are you gonna keep that? I, I don't know. Where are you gonna keep a 200 foot radio tower? 200 feet's big. No, the second you steal that, that thing's so gonna you be chop hacked. That thing gonna up. hack that thing where, up. Where do you take it to? Chop shop. 200-foot radio tower? Well, how do, you, how get, do you get it to a chop shop? Yeah, what do they put it on, RJ? Nobody. Like a, like a flatbed? You can't lift it up. They had 200 the, foot flatbed? Is it a helicopter? They had to it must, it must be in pieces. They must they have cut it up. disassemble it, yeah. How much time would that take? Yeah. Clearly they had no I want fear more. of... Get a hold of Dean Hanna. I want more to the story. But you don't know that Dean Hanna has all sorts of well, knowledge on this. If anyone would. You think Dino's involved? No. Yeah. Probably. No, he would. I think he's he's got the capacity mentally to set it up, but there's no way. Yeah, Dinahan would be a great like, like Lex Luthor. Yeah, mastermind. Dino is, is the man in the chair. Yep, great Lex Luthor. Like he would be the puppet master. Here's what you do. Here's where you set up. And you'd be a good gimp, like a guy that comes in. <laughs> a singing gimp. No, like, yes, master. So I'd be like the. Um, be the guy what was Pulp that movie? De Niro movie? No, not the, the guy in the, Pulp Fiction that comes out of the closet. I mean, like the no, little. No, like... no, come on. <laughs> wait, the hell? What is wrong? The helper. You said, you said no, gimp. You, you no, mean, but you, you know what I mean. What, what, with the, oh, God, what's. I can't. Worm in, in Rounders. Yes, that's what you mean. Ed Norton. Yeah. You ever see the movie where he's like, he like hobbles? Yes. That's what you mean. And I like. think he's like troubled the whole way yeah, through, yeah. and then he realizes like he's not. This is just an act. Yeah. I can act. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Why do you have to be so mean to me? I just think that you would be kind of like the like the helper. No, I, I see myself as more of the overseer. I'm not sure we could give you too much of the plan. Why? As soon as things went sideways even a little, you'd be Miko Hardman. Here's a sec- play- immediately. Here's our playbook. What do you need? I think if I was up against it, it was like me or you guys, I I could sing. But you I done could would. But I don't I don't think I would I would preemptively go to the police and say listen to what the guys did no no I think if there was any if there was any thought that this could go sideways no yes. not thought it could if I was brought into the police station and they started to under hot lights and it was getting very warm oh, it interrogate wouldn't, me it wouldn't take that yeah then I think it's like alright so here's how it went down no you'd be standing outside as a lookout man and somebody would be like getting written a parking ticket and you'd be like hey What's going on? <laughs> no. Now you're outside as a lookout, man. <laughs> if this thing goes wrong, here's what you need to know. Yeah. It's Rick. Just go to the corner. Hey, go to the corner RJ. of Mott and Broadway. That's the getaway route. You'll catch him right there. I don't think so. I, I think I'd be good as a as a getaway guy. No. A getaway driver. Because I'm a really good driver. You can't back up. No, no, I can't back up for a full block. Okay, if, so what if, happens? If, so what you know, happens if, if, the... if we go down 70th Street and there's an oil truck there and we're trying to get away and then like back up all the way, then we're gonna have an issue. No, but you watch these like, these these car chase movies where all of a sudden like they, the, I mean, at some point they're catching on that you're in a car chase and then they're gonna they're gonna barricade the road. What are you gonna do? You have to back up now. Then you don't want. Are me. you gonna pull a three point turn? 
I would have no, to. No, you can't. I would have to. But in a you situation like that, in a situation like that, you're not concerned about maybe taking off a mirror, hitting your car at all. So now I just back up, you know, free of any concern. Yeah, but you don't want to you know, get in such. I mean, you can do so much damage to the car that you're not going to be able to go again. Well, I think the car will go. Well, a tire I mean, falls off or something stupid because you can't go backwards straight. So you think you can back up one full block? Yep. No, f- fast. Fast. RJ, you think you can back up one full block quickly? I mean, probably not, but I need you to be sure of what you're doing. Yeah, but why would this happen? I need you full speed, then it'd be able to, you'd be able to. Spin I'd be it. like in the Italian job. I'd be. My little Fiat. It was not a Fiat. Whatever it was. It was a Mini Cooper. Spin that bad boy. Gone straight. Let's go to. You mentioned him. He called. Ira. Ira Staten Island. Hi, Ira. Hey, what's happening, boys? How are you? Good. Yesterday, you know, you can't take much out of what Douglas said, but it just sounded like he almost had a defeatist attitude. Well, we got a lot of work to do. We got holes to fill. I mean, he had a, you know, he got to give the fan base a little more optimism than the way he spoke. And <clears throat> listen, the Zach thing, you know. But Ira, let, let me ask, let me, does it, like, does it really matter? Like, if he goes out and has a, a bad offseason and the Jets stink and his moves don't work, you're going to hate him. And if he goes out and he he has a great offseason and the Jets go to the AFC Championship game, you're going to love him. Does it? And I agree with you. I'd like to hear a little more juice from him. But ultimately, does it really matter what he sounded like on February 28th? No, not, not really. But, you know, as a fan and you, you follow it, you invest a lot of money, a lot of time. You just want to be a little more upbeat. And, you know, it just... It just, you know, not maybe not realistically, but like you said, ultimately it doesn't. But it's nice to be a little more positive when you talk than sound like, you know, you're doing it because they're pulling teeth out of your mouth. And then the other thing with the Hardman situation, you see, that's the thing that really bugs me. And I get it. You know, he's protecting the organization. But at the end of the day, you know, I think Hardman maybe had a couple of, you know, gripes to fill, but. He told it the way it is, and the athletic that article that that told everything. I mean, that offensive side of the ball is a disaster, and just the fact which concerns me that they haven't even filled up the coaching staff yet, and they're going to the and they're going to the combine now. That that's a really bad look. That means people don't want to come here, and that that really concerns well. Why would you though, Ira? Why would you? I mean, Ira, they, I wouldn't. It, well, right, because I mean, it could be one year and you're done. Yeah, I mean, there's no stability here. No, so you take that and you put that with an offensive coordinator that I think is in over his head. So basically, it goes back to what we've talked about for over a year. Aaron Rodgers is basically running the offensive side of the we, ball. But we know that. calling the shots. Ira, we I know, know that. that I, you know, at, at the end of the day, man, man I, I so hope I'm wrong. and I hope they make the playoffs and they make some type of run. But as a football person... I, I just have a bad vibe about what's going on over there. You know what's funny, Ira? And thank you for the phone call. It, it, Ira's diehard as they come with Jets mm-hmm. fans. Another diehard Jets fan we know yesterday said the same thing. Says the same feeling. And he claims he's a bigger football fan than you are. <laughs> which which you laugh at. Laugh at. But he says, I mean, he says he likes the Gi- the Jets as much as you like the Giants. And he said that yesterday. That he has a bad feeling. Well, outside of you love them, how how could you have any confidence right now? Because I think even good Aaron Rodgers, not great Aaron Rodgers, is so much better than what we've had. That with the combination of our defense is going to be good enough. And that you're you're banking on that, but you wouldn't be shocked if it was bad. I mean, what happens if Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the verge of 41 when they kick off the season? Yeah, but he had a full year off. But what happens? You know, Connor City looks great. Okay, but what happens if he's not great? 
No, then we're screwed. I mean, you're right. If Aaron Rodgers is is Aaron Rodgers from five years ago, and you fix the offensive line a little bit, this well, offense is going to be really right, But good. I don't even need Aaron Rodgers from five years ago with how bad it's been. But you need good Aaron Rodgers. You need good Aaron Rodgers. You don't need, I don't think you need MVP caliber Aaron Rodgers. Right. You need good Aaron so Rodgers. So give me good Aaron Rodgers. But here's the thing. Can you get ultimately that good Aaron Rodgers if... If you don't fix the offensive if line. If the offensive line is not good. I don't know that the answer is yes. You'll be hard-pressed to, but... So there's a lot of work to be done here. Right. That's why we said earlier in the show, the most pressure's on Joe Douglas. And by the way, I heard people talking yesterday of, uh, do you do you trade for an offensive lineman? Do you sign an offensive lineman? Or do you draft an offensive lineman? You're not trading for an offensive lineman. Teams are not trading you really good offensive linemen. No, I think you're going to draft one. Yes. And you'll sign two. That's right. Yeah. But take and trade have, and, and then you're going to figure out what you're doing with AVT. Where you want to put him, where he's most comfortable, where he can stay healthy. So try to stay could, healthy. Could it be a because you, you think he's competent anyway, right? Who? AVT. I think he's great. Right. So could you say to him, I need you next year at tackle because it's such a hard position to fill, but in the long term future, we'll move you back to guard? Because to think of get back getting I think two he wants tackles, to be, I think he wants to be settled in one position, though. Probably so. I think that's what he would like. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Got an email from uh, Dove. He says, You're the most confusing person in the world on the radio, possibly in the universe. You can go from. You are? Yeah. He says, You go from intellectual, salient, genius, educated points to sound like you belong in an institution. Rick, you're perfect. Never change. All the best, Dove. I think that pretty much encapsulates who you are, though. Yeah, but I think there's that's good. Yeah, I mean, you are... Like, a, I can go in, in any direction. No, but I think you are a savant that probably needs to be institutionalized. <laughs> Wait, what? I think you... Wait, I think you, you You think I need you to be institutionalized? Could be. No. Why? Because I think you sit down with a therapist and there's some real concern. 
that this guy's got some real issues. Well, okay, even if I do have real issues, institutionalized would assume that either I'm going to hurt myself or someone else. Well, it could, it could happen. Really? I just check in. I'm not saying for an extended period, but maybe a couple weeks. I so, smashed the gotcha. treadmill through the blind through the window for observation. That's not nice, I, though. I realize it's not nice, but I mean, let's Here, call it what it RJ, is. RJ, I've suggested this in the past, and it's always been discussed, and then, and then, uh, let's bring in someone to really psychoanalyze me and get to the bottom of what's going on. You know what? For the first time, I think maybe if we, no. if, if, if we find no. the right person. It could maybe. change him. Like, God forbid, we're like, he have this breakthrough on the air where he breaks down, he's crying, well, he's weeping, happen. and then we get him next week, the next week, and he's a completely different person. Maybe in a, maybe it's in a good way. Yeah, but maybe I'm a better version no, of me. It, no, you know what it's, it's A like, kinder, gentler no, version. It's like Major League Two, when Serrano comes back, and now he's a Buddhist. See, he's only it. concerned about the show. That's what we all concerned about. No, I, I think need... others care about me as no. a human being. No. I have to wake up bats. Yes. Well, I, to I that, need hats for bats. To that point, though, what if... Like your kids and Sherry, this is what they know and love, though. Like, if you come in and all of a sudden now, like, you're available on, on Sundays to hang out, you'd freak them out. It's too much. You could dig up Dr. Freud, and I'm not going to say, you know what? Let's go to the park on this Sunday and have a picnic of ham and cheese sandwiches. You never know. Have, I'm pretty confident. You never know. You're having no matters. Pretty confident. I don't want to risk it. So, RJ. Find a good therapist, a reputable therapist. We'll get them in studio. We'll do a full breakdown. I don't like it. No, I we love try, it. We tried to do the segment with Sherry, and it was a, a flop. It would be a, it would be great radio. No one. You don't think? Nope. Raymond, you think? It could be good, but it could also be bad. It could also could go like, real bad. Like, like uh, RJ, if you if you look at RJ. You can see that the wheels are turning, and he's thinking to himself, "This has the potential to I'm be not re- elite." I'm not ready to sit here and dismiss it. It's like what? Okay, it's like what McCall Hartman did, right? Just won the Super Bowl. It's his third Super Bowl. Right. Feels a certain way about the Jets. Going to use this opportunity on the pivot when asked the question to really start taking some shots at the Jets. Right. In his mind, went well. Didn't realize all of a sudden it was going to come out that he's leaking game plans to the Eagles and the Chiefs. Right. Not good. Not good at well, all for But I, I tell you everything. I don't have anything to yeah, hide. Yeah, but, but there's stuff that you may have stored inside that you kind of put away and don't realize. That's the whole point of therapy. RJ, what are you thinking? I have concerns now, though. <laughs> How could you not? Rick brings up some great points. Because what if, what if you come in and like all your sports takes are like, you know what, both teams tried hard. They left it out there. I'm not going to get on the Jets. And that's all that matters. Are you guys the out of your minds? Teams can could be proud at the end of the day. All right, then we won't it, do it. It's, it's valid. It's, it's valid. okay, guys. Keep fighting. You or, did great. Or we need to find the right therapist that will just validate him if for all his thoughts and maybe push him to the next level higher. Yeah, what happens if I become that? a better version see, of what I am? See, maybe that, we'll that is, a, and, Cassie's and sister could do that. And that's the other side why it could, why it could work very well, Rick, is that, you know, it, if anything, Dave... Instead of having those barriers broken down, they get they get built even stronger. Right. Like, maybe maybe I, I clench, maybe, and I become more of who I maybe am. Maybe instead of the therapist breaking Dave, Dave breaks the therapist. <laughs> yeah. It's more likely to happen. That's much more the, likely to the happen. The therapist is leaving like, I've never no, seen it, anything like it. Therapist leaves in the straitjacket. Yeah. You know what I think we do need to get to the bottom of, though? What? And I'm not, I'm not even exactly sure how we do this. Because I've witnessed something percolating over the last couple of, maybe even months. My relationship with Grandma Bubbles? I haven't seen right, that. Right, right. And, and you know, oh, but Rick's so funny and clever. 
He's, look at I, him. He's so ahead of the curve, making fun of making love to an older grandmother. That's great stuff. But I, I, I call a spade a spade. His wife is is throwing her tongue down Bubbles his throat. Bubbles is single. And, I like, oh, please. I don't like what you're implying. Uh, unbelievable. And I'm the bad guy. And I'll get emails now, like, oh, like, no, Rick brings you got up a great, nickname. Rick brings up great you points. Got a you're a savage, though. You got a nickname, Bubbles. You're asking for it. Making love to an older grandma. <laughs> so no, but my my question was going to be for Rick. How do we actually figure out? And they, now you want to tra- talk about this could turn sideways real fast and, and impact Dave's professional relationship with his boss. How do we actually figure out who the bigger football fan is? That's a great question. Dave or John? It, That's it's a not great a question. debate. It needs settling. It needs to be settled, though. F- figure it out. You know what? Because yeah. in his mind, he thinks it. This is a real thing behind and the that, scenes. And that just goes to show you that he's got some real issues. <laughs> behind the scenes after the show. Dave argues with their boss about who the big. Well, they all look, they all look down their nose at all of us, saying that that's Ray. A, that's Rick, not true. Yeah, you do. Ray no, I don't. Yes, no, I, you do. No, I don't. You, you both do. You both say that your football snobs. Rick, myself, and Ray could not watch football with you guys. I, I firmly believe that all three of you are great football fans. But great. don't don't say no. I'm but, sitting here telling but, you that. But, but well, no, I don't want to watch games with you because you think that we're at a lesser level than you. You could say it. Yeah, probably later. Right. You can say That's it. But that, but that doesn't mean you're not great fans. It's insulting. All right, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do for the show. I'll call Cassie's sister after the show and see if she'd be able to settle this through therapy. She'd be like an, an arbitrator? Yes. Like, Just to, to, to discover which one of you is break the most you both down, damaged. Yeah. yeah, most damaged. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll I mean, set I got, it up hey, as I a got nicer. Stories. He can't compete with my stories. Right, well, she'll get, the, she'll get them out of you, and then we'll But we'll I, I tell out. the stories. Well, I want to hear his stories. What, what do you think he's got? Oof. I've heard a couple of them, and I'm looking forward to the rest. I mean, did he take out a loan to go to the Super Bowl? No. No, but he started a fight with his wife on the way home from a, a pumpkin patch or something because they were going to miss the Hall of Fame game. That the Jets weren't playing in. Correct. Right. Yeah. Which is psychotic behavior. Well, yeah. this is what we're talking about. That's you're what both you're, That's what you're up against, buddy. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I fear none of that. I think John's a very good football fan. John it pales in comparison. He can't shine your shoes. No. No. Not yeah, even a little RJ, bit. you're right. This has been percolating for a while. Well, a long time now. John's well, elite. Well, I joke about a lot of things between the two of them. Damage relationships, fractures, fissures. I actually believe this is the only thing they would actually dig in about. They really feel this way. Well, I know I'm right. Yeah, but he thinks he's right. Well, he's wrong. Okay, we'll find out. Well, okay, what would you say? You. Go, going into it right you. now. Okay, RJ? I'm not ready to rule John out. Raymond? John, listen. John is a live dog in this. I think you're a bigger fan of the Giants than he is of the Jets. Even though he had season tickets for like decades. I think you would do more to get to a Jets game. But if we're just talking football, I mean, he won't. He doesn't miss games at all. You know what hurts him though, RJ? What? You know how like the whole Pete Alonso thing, the Matt Olson contract hurts Pete Alonso? Yeah. John watches all the games on Red Zone. He, does, he, he doesn't spend the money for YouTube TV. How do you explain that away, RJ? That's, I think right there that, that you have your hands down winner. That's tough. He's a fine. Tough for him. He's fine waiting till they get to the twenties. Not me. No, no. I need the forties. The, <laughs> the the midfield. That's right. <laughs> I, one day when John was arguing after the show about why he could do Dave's job as well as him, which is also a different troubling argument, Dave goes, "How would you be able to recap the games? What if something happened between the twenties? You wouldn't even know what happened." That's true. <laughs> You'd have no idea. Raymond, where are you voting on this? 
I'm so insulted that you think that the the three of us couldn't watch football games. All right, with you. Forget, forget about that's, forget that's, about that. Can you please that. cut to the chase here? Bigger football fan, me or Winthrop? I'm not dismissing Winthrop. Not doing that. He's Don't. a live dog. Fine, he is. You know what? But I'm sure he'll get together with you guys, and you can party on up. Watch some football between the twenties. Hey, I got to tell you. I mean, I, I did stumble across an amazing idea to do most hated at the station instead of host sadness. Right, that was all you. Good for Terrific you. Idea. I think we also just stumbled across a, a an amazing opportunity for YouTube TV. You doing a commercial? Yeah. For the package, talking about how you get every you need everything inside the twenties mm-hmm. would be hilarious. I don't set up for anything. I don't. I don't go from twenty outside the twenties. Outside the twenties, yeah. I need to be inside the. That's 20s. right. John would be the. He'd be the red zone guy, be like, as long once they're in the twenties, that's when I tag in. I'd I'm be like, not, I'm not I don't some red zone for inside the twenties. <laughs> I'm not some red zone loser. Yeah, I'm not a red zone lackey where I wait until they get into the red zone or the green zone, oh, as Coach no. Coughlin would say. Oh no! What? In two minutes, I could make irrefutable points as to why I'm the bigger football fan, mm-hmm. John Windrow. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not possible. It's not possible. I'm, uh, this is what he. This is what he wrote. Uh, that's great. I, give I, give I, him his two minutes. I, I, I want to. No. I want his two minutes. I when he gets to the studio, I want no. his two minutes. No. I want his two minutes. It's ridiculous. Give him. Give him his opportunity. It is ridiculous. It is preposterous. I got to tell you, in the history of group chats, the the picture that we use for our group chat is it's elite. It's perfect. I agree. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Ian Begley on the putback. When could OG be back for the Knicks? Mid-March. I think that's that's kind of seen internally as a realistic possibility. If he continues to go well here and clear the hurdles that he's got to clear in his rehab from that elbow, elbow surgery, like you're looking at mid-March, if in a perfect world it all goes well, he can come back on the court. So that would be huge, obviously, for New York because they were rolling with a uh, healthy end yeah. and OB 14-2 and two in that month of January. All right, so mid-March, we're looking at another two full weeks before you have the potential of him returning to the Knicks. This is why I love the show, and this is why I love you. Why? And why you're so great at what you do. Could be a psycho, but still savant. I had this I have this awesome OG stat mm-hmm. that I took down the other day. Okay. So, in the Knicks... Well, how, how did I do anything, though? Well, just by setting me up with the, oh, the OG all right. sound. I didn't, all right. Well, I didn't, come into, I didn't come into the show today expecting that we'd have the... that this would be on the... 
dock it, but I just said, I'll take a picture of the stat so when we do bring it up, right. and you just so seamlessly brought us into it. Um, in the Knicks' final 13 games before they traded for OG in December, they allowed 124.7 points per 100 possessions. was the worst defensive rating in the NBA Okay, in the final 13 games. Right. In the 14 games OG played for the Knicks in January, they allowed 104.1 points per 100 possessions, the best defensive rating in the NBA. So they reduced it by 20? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. In the 11 games they played without OG in February, the Knicks are allowing 120.5 points per 100 possessions. He is uh, now. Which is the worst. Correct, but you've played without... Hartenstein a bunch and like there ha- there have been other guys that have been hurt right Brunson's missed some time right but I'm not even like that forget that last number then right team before to go from where you were the to, worst to where to the you best. you got to is an unbelievable jump yeah yeah I mean he is an elite defensive player why do you think Tibbs was so desperate to get him and on top of that what he was able to do when you were healthy for the offensive side of the ball too because you saw an immediate impact there too he's he's a terrific. Fit for this team, but you know we remember it was one night they're playing back to back games. Like he'll be, back, oh he'll be back tomorrow. I had and no just idea. Give him, and now he's been out for quite well, an extended period said, of time. They said inflammation. They never said that he had a a bone spur. In it. Right. So it had to have surgery. Everything. Best case scenario, look, you're looking at another two weeks. So this is, I mean, it's extended period of time. At least the Knicks told me he had a bone spur in there. What? what do you were? I told? just told me I didn't break my elbow. Well, they so probably just, they probably didn't know. Oh, dude, you should have seen the size of this thing. Like, oh, you're fine. It's a bruise. Turns out it was broken. So they had you play with a broken elbow? Yeah. Well, look at it now. Look at my arms. This is the left one. This is right. the broken one. Right. This is the one that wasn't broken. Okay. This is as far as I can extend them. You, you can't bend it past... Watch. Oh, that's not good. That's as far as it... I'm, really? I'm pushing on it. That's not good. That's not great. No. You cannot extend it all the way out. No, that's as far as it goes. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's like a, a wing. Uh... Yeah, that's not good. That's not I, good. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. No, there's nothing. It's, 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 it's a real problem. Sharing, um, sharing. So yeah. So I again, God, I just I want to get to the point where these players start to come back. Oh, he'll be back. I know he'll be back. I'm more concerned about Randall. Could because Randall may not come back. Oh no, I think he's going to come back. Just no, what, you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't go through what he's going through not to come back and at least. I try think it. the intent is to come back. Well, I think he's going to at least come back and try it. You got to try it if you're going to go through all this rehab. But he comes back, he tries, he plays poorly, then shuts it down. No, he's going to pl- come back and he's going to gut it out until he's re-injured. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Right. So it's either, I mean, no. Because I think what you said the other day is is true too, is that in the back of his mind he also has to be thinking, I'm not going to get any credit for coming back injured. If I come back and play poorly, they're gonna get, I'm going to get, get killed. So if he comes back and feels like this thing's not right, I can't play like this, I'm not helping my team. There's also the chance that he just says, let's shut this thing down and get that, surgery. That's right. I mean, o- already with a, a decent amount of the fan base, although I think it's gotten better over the last year or two, with a decent amount of the fan base, they don't love Julius Randle. No, and I even think the ones that have come around to him a little bit are still are still, still hesitant to do still that. pounce on now, now, be honest. For whatever reasons, rationale, Julius Randle has not performed well in the postseason with the Knicks, Right. Yeah, first year no help. I, last, I know, I know why, yep. and there's absolute reasons. But you can't deny. I make a statement. He has not performed well. You can't say yes, he has. The answer is he has not. Yeah. So can you afford, in the court of public opinion, to come back again and not play well in the postseason? Um, can he? Yeah, he can if he feels like he's going to be able to deal with it. Like I'm of the mindset. I don't. I, Really, it doesn't. It, it wouldn't phase me to the point where I would not try at least sure. to come back. Sure, and I, I'm doing he it for clearly my, is trying. He I'm wants doing it for to myself. Come back. I'm doing it for my teammates. Right. 
So, like, in my mind, I was like, I was always like, well, me at, you know, 75% is better than not having me at all. So I'll gut through it. I'll try to be, you know, whatever I can do. But, I mean, there's, there's, from my own personal experience, people don't care if you're playing hurt. They don't. They'll judge you on the result. That's right. If you play and you're battling through injury and you play like crap. And, and you know what? See, that's a slippery slope that you're walking up to. Because yeah. if you come back and you play poorly in the postseason, so now it's, it's and I get it. I, I understand there's a reason and a rationale for each one, right? It was, he was a, a one man against an entire team against Atlanta. He was banked up last year with the ankle, and this year it's going to be the shoulder. But nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear the excuses. Your teammates do. Coaching staff does. Organization does. I'm not but. saying that even the smart fan, reporters, teammates, organization, they don't look at me like, this guy should not be playing, and he's out there, and he's gutting through it. I get it. But a big picture, people will say, it's another year of Julius Randle in the postseason where he didn't accomplish what, what we yep. needed him to accomplish. That's fair. I mean, that's that's what the people that aren't Julius Randle fans will will lean on. Yeah. Right? Which sucks. I mean, it's, it's still silly, but... I mean, this is a results-oriented. This is a results-oriented business. People want to see, especially with how good this team was playing. Like I, Brunson's got to be back tonight, right? I hope so. I mean, he was questionable last time I saw. If he Hardenstein is playing, is playing. He was off the injury report. I think. Uh, our Santi, Brunson's still questionable, right? With the next spasms. Uh, as of now, yeah. If he if he, does, he doesn't play, not you know, play. if he doesn't play, it's like you're, you're just going to sit there and you're going to watch the game. and You know they're going to lose. If he plays, you're, you have juice going into this game tonight. Yeah, you'll have juice for sure. Only if he plays. Only if he plays. If Brunson doesn't play, you'll turn it on, you'll put your feet up, and you'll say, we're going to lose, but I'll watch the game because yeah, I like scrap. the Knicks. They'll play hard. They'll hopefully keep it close, but then when push comes to shove, they just won't have enough. Right. That's what happened against right. the Pelicans. Right. And it was at the end of the day, it wasn't all that competitive because you just don't have the guys to... You don't have the horses. ...to compete. No. Let's go to Dave in Brooklyn. Hey, Dave, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, guys. I want to just touch on something you had... Um, Mentioned a little earlier about yep. being a fan. I grew up, I'm 53 years old. I grew up a Knicks fan. And in 2012, when I moved to Brooklyn at the age of 42, I switched. I completely went from being a Knicks how? fan how? to a Nets fan. How? I'll tell you how. Well, let, me, let me explain. So quickly, when, um, when the Knicks, in, around that time before I moved to Brooklyn in 2012, there was the Anunska Brown-Sanders situation, which I thought was, hell, you know, terrible and just the way that they portrayed it and handled it was awful and then when they when they signed Carmelo to a long-term deal I just threw my hands up in the air after signing so many over-the-hill uh, free agents it was disgusting and you know what the whole James Dolan thing just put me over the edge my time and my money Dave, Dave uh, I, I get it I get, I get it I understand that you don't like James Dolan do you do you know how many teams you wouldn't be able to root for if you didn't like the owner how many of these owners you'd be like, I, I mean, I, you think Raymond likes Jerry Jones? I'm sure he doesn't care for Jerry Jones. I mean, it's it's just, it's part of the business. It's part, it's just, I mean, the Chargers ownership has been a disaster for years. I mean, the, the, you know, Mark Davis. The is, owner of the Kansas City Chiefs got an F minus from his players. Right. <laughs> I mean, Mark Davis looks incompetent. Well, I think, here's the thing, though. I think that, yeah, I mean, the way you, the way you approach your fandom is... Is different than some people. I think some people look at it as like, hey, it's a relationship, and if that, if I don't feel like what I, you know, I'm getting what I want out of the relationship, then I'll root for someone else. Yeah, I'm married in sickness and in health, yeah. and others did not. Yeah, you're fully committed. That's right. All right, let's let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get back into the uh, the Jets conversation. We got stuff you missed, and of course, at nine thirty, we got Mel Kuyper Jr. So big nine o'clock hour DNR with you, ninety eight seventy ESPN. <laughs> 
And now, a word from True Green. Are you ready to elevate your lawn game without breaking the bank? True Green has been the trusted choice for over 2 million homeowners for over 50 years. Visit TrueGreen.com today and discover the easiest and most affordable way to achieve a pro-level lawn that's completely guaranteed. Plus, enjoy True Green's verified price matching, ensuring you get the best lawn for the best price. Visit TrueGreen.com and transform your lawn effortlessly. That's TrueGreen.com, your dream lawn, just around the corner. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.